All right. Yeah. I wanted to start recording now so I could chronicle this tip um, in Serato. uh, All of my stuff was checked right, but I had to uncheck and recheck use laptop speakers. (laughs) It didn't, 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 but I didn't fucking realize I had the settings right. They were like, oh, 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 shit, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, you had them right. Oh, fuck, I'm so uh, sorry. Oh, oh, my goodness. Uh, shit. Crap, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's kind of what they're like. Um, so let's go ahead and hit the song. Hello, audience. It's great Hi. to be here. Hi, audience. It's us from the <laughs> Praise Down. Yeah, I just got the only podcast the with an dance. RSS feed, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're we're welcome. The only podcast with an RSS feed. So don't forget, you can do whatever that is. You can hook it up to your fucking email if that's what RSS is. Yeah, you or... can, I'm fairly certain that's part of RSS. I think that you can also hook it up into your um, a, a dongle hub, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You can post it, and it makes it way easier to share in your IRC rooms. Yeah, and with enough dongles, you can, of course, uh, start earning some real pointage. Yeah. You can use it in your multi-user dungeon, things of that nature. So Heath, how's it going? Oh, you know, it's going all right. The soundboard is sick. I'm getting a I'm getting a notice that we've got a corrupt file. This MP3 contains oh, no valid frames. No. Which I'm gonna go ahead and be offended by. I think yeah. all this, all the frames in that soundboard track are valid. They're all and, completely valid. The guy saving gaming yeah. is valid. The racism mm-hmm. wolf is valid. Yeah. The whoosh, noise is valid. Yeah, the um, Richard Iowati. Uh, berating you is valid. Mm-hmm. The spring is valid. Orson Welles saying gaming is valid, etc., etc. Yeah. Uh, I truly do not. I, oh, maybe I'll make a new file. Maybe it's time, Alex, for a new yeah. soundboard file. In wow. fact, how about how about that's how we kick it off? All right, let's kick it off by making a new soundboard file. Folks, you're Hugh, heard it here, folks. Uh, you Hugh-ha, heard it here, Hugh, folks. You Hugh-ha, we've, we've, we You know, it's been a while since we did one of these praise downs, and that's the only time I ever opened my mouth. So the, the, the hinges on my jaw are rusty. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing mouth exercises. Mm-hmm. Uh, or oh. I, did, I did some in prep today to... It's good, I should have done that. Yeah, face yoga. This is real. I did get winded just now doing the Numa Numa dance to our theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a little bit of. You might be a gamer. Where I'm at. Yeah, I'm. Oof. 
If you get winded during the Numa Numa dance to your podcast theme song, you might be. You know, maybe say it, folks. Pre-COVID, I just I was no longer a gamer. I thought I had left that life behind, and then deprived of all the things I actually like. What was left? Okay, so we're gonna leave that. Um, we're gonna leave that where it is, and we're going to choose to. Uh, uh, <laughs> How many new sound sound effects? Yeah, uh, use uh, user listener. I'm making a making a little note. All right, eight spots, eight sounds. I kind of want a Gold theremin only. sting. Like a whoo, like that kind of thing. Okay, well, I'm going to have to go and find that because I I I've I've been instructed to keep you on a short leash about this theremin stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like okay, never mind, never mind. We're not gonna find it. You don't th- you don't think this is cool? Okay, let's see. It's just flight of the bubble bee performed on the Theralin Theremin by Carolina Ike. instrument easily i think that there's some debate to be had there for sure um (laughs) you you look like a wizard when you're doing it you just sort of wave your arms around yeah but the conductor had was playing an instrument also yeah but if that's the only measure of like what when an instrument is cool then that's there's like a good bit of instruments that fall into that category the harp the harp yeah the h-o-r-p the harp. i feel like you can't be as visually expressive with a harp as you can with a with a theremin you, you know really get nuts with it. yeah i mean you you are unbounded by the straits the constraints of contact yeah which which does sort of open up your options or does it haunted theremin haunted up one more the Haunted Theremin of the Carolina haunted... Ike. Wow. This Carolina Ike character is really, uh, really all over YouTube with these theremin videos. Yeah. What? She's got different fingers in different positions to play a chord on the theremin. This is the most fucked yeah. up shit I've ever seen. Yeah, that's that's Naruto shit for sure. <laughs> it's all about the hand shapes. Wow. She does make this instrument look very cool. She does make it look very cool. It's like a harp where the strings are magnetic fields. 
Yeah, it, this isn't going to work. We got to good job, good job Carolina. So I, I'm going to try to refine your idea. We need, we need to go to with a sp- something a little scary, right? Yeah, something scary. Spooky theremin sound effect. Perhaps? Now we're talking. Ten video theremin. Ten How's it going sound on, Yes, we got ten theremin sound effects. Seems by, like too many. By Beat the Bush. I'm gonna see if we've got like some subtitles here or something. Nothing. He's just gonna fucking do them. He's not gonna let us this navigate the, the video at and all. Today by no ether. Put it all together right here. Just turned it. I put my hand. This is about the way. Read the frequency. All right, he's giving us a whole. I kind of prefer it to have a wide. No, that's something. I like that. Now let's begin. I'm going to do 10 sound effects. The first one being a dead video game character. We're 40% of the way into this guy's video. Yeah. It's first one. First one starting two minutes in. Not that good. Now I'm going to do a racing car engine. Hate that. Yeah. Getting really buzzy on me. Yeah, this is audio poison. That's what I'll call this. Wait. Oh. This guy is. take it back <laughs> maybe just that one person made the theremin seem cool am i am i scaring you straight on the theremin i'm getting scared straight on the theremin although the water phone water phone oh the thing from the every, horror from horror movies yeah yeah ring ring water phone oh, yeah okay now I do like this water phone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do like this for this opening sound here. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like. This... <laughs> I need to stop yeah, hitting my mic stand. It's uh, good. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna cop this. Um, I think this kind of sends us closer down the. Uh, down the road of like of an unrelatable soundboard, which I think is a good idea. Mm. Make it a little, I mean, I think I want to see what I'll sit here. He's hitting it with his hand. Yeah. Brooks Hubert. Brooks. Yes. This is the scariest. This is easily the scariest instrument because it sounds like a rat running through pipes. I'm imagining like uh, two goth people like having having a little goth family and making their kids go to water phone lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two. It would be water phone and theremin. Yeah, the two uh, the two Adams family instruments. Yeah. Ugh. 
Okay, so we're getting something from the water phone. We've yeah. got something spooky. What's let's not keep people in suspense here. What's staying from the old soundboard? Oh, great question. Great question. I think I think the I mean for me, I love the Cool It Sanchez one, but that's because it's got my name in it. Sure, I sure I think I think Cool It Sanchez deserves to be there. Or, you know, I'll give myself a freaking knuckle supper. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I think the I think the uh, racism slash bigotry wolf. The bigotry wolf it. has to stay. We're going to need it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no shortage of that stuff. I like the cat. The rah, rah, rah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the wild cat. Yeah, I'm, you, I'm just searching wildcat sound effect. Elevator music, Elevator gaming music background is- music, HD. <laughs> I love to game in an elevator. Let's see. All oh. big cat sounds. Oh. Three full minutes. All right, there's Lion. How do you rate that? I don't think it's quite right for our purposes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's think it's like kind of a six. It's not very snappy. Um, yeah. It is scary. It's kind of good. I think yeah. I think there's gonna be some stiff competition though, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I need a full roar. This is another lion. Yeah. More lion. Sounds like it just needs a mucinex, you know what I mean? Tiger? Yeah, tigers. Yeah, tigers. Uh, tigers are uh, absolutely fucking bomb. They sound cool. Very scary. Now, leopards, get it together. <laughs> yeah. Nah, come on. Yeah. Gross. Take this a minute. Okay. Take five minutes and just. Ugh. Terrible. Leopards. That's that's a jaguar. And I I personally know jaguars to be like the a... uh, scariest cats. Is that true? Why do you personally know that? Um, like I personally believe that. Oh, okay. So I personally. Oh. This is Unintim- cheetah. Unintimidating. Cheetahs. No. The cheetahs squeak. Kind of cute. Which kind of makes it earn a zero out of ten, based on my my current criteria. These guys are getting squeakier and squeakier. I can't believe we didn't get a single roar out of the lion. It's all been purrs and meows. There it is, baby. we're fucking talking. There we go. That's That's it. That's our 10. Wow. Okay. So I'm I'm going to timestamp that. (sighs) Yeah. One more time for the Black Panther. Yeah. 
wow, they, they put the cheetah right before this. Absolutely disrespectful is what yeah. I want to say. Uh, they they knew. They, they knew. The they knew this was absolutely set up. It's like when there's a comic you hate, but you have to book, you put them right. Yes. Righteous. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, baby. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. That's what they're saying. Now that's what I sound like. <laughs> Every morning, that's what I sound like. Now that roar didn't sound very scary, but let me tell you, buddy, cougars, cougars are fucking scary. They're so scary, dude. Cougars are because you never expect to see. You're like, this, we're not a local podcast, uh, folks, but I I will go ahead and show a, a an ardent sign of cougar respect uh, based on where we're broadcasting from. I'm a cougar respecter, and I respect cougars. I'm reflexively doing the Boy Scout sign, which for some reason I believe repels cougars. Is this a, isn't it also the Hunger Games sign? It's probably also the Hunger Games sign. But you know what? A lot of similar skills. Archery. <laughs> yeah, that's campfire. true. They, you are kind of getting ready for the Hunger Games and Scouts, huh? Yeah. Canned food drives, you know? I feel like that translates somewhere. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll hear the rest of these. I'm rating the Cougar 10, even though I don't find the roar very intimidating. This is just a, I'm going full respect for the Cougars. Oh, whoa, that's now, a good one. Now, that was a Cougar. No yeah, way. That's good Dude, shit. It's got to be the Cougar. We're an Oklahoma yeah, it's podcast. Cougar. It's got to be. We're not cougar. a local podcast, but we are an Oklahoma podcast. So yeah. Just, keep know. it together. <laughs> um, that's right. Um, so, oh, we still have a little bit more of this. Okay. <laughs> that one is so anguished. This is what I'm like. This one's me. I make every morning immediately upon waking up. Yeah, yeah the, the, the that's the Charlie Brown of big cats, the snow yeah. leopard. Uh, I'm seeing, oh, we can't go down this rabbit hole, but I am seeing an ad at the end of that for something called Grumpiest Species, and I'm not going to watch that. I'm not, yeah. we're not going to watch it, but. Do we cool. like the whip or do we want to replace the whip? Is there something that's more effective than the whip? Huh. Well, 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 what is what, what is the, the whip effective for? Yeah, I guess is the question. Hmm. <clears throat> I almost don't want to like put them to words. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we can keep the whip. Okay. You know what the last soundboard didn't have? You know what? A a noise that conveyed any like obvious positivity <laughs> well what i mean yeah that's true and that's not the next one i was thinking was the dying underwater sound effect from sonic the like oh. long, like the music the i'll put it on there i've got dying underwater sound from sonic i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, type into youtube guy saying that's cool <laughs> 
All right. Well, I'm not getting, I'm not getting very good results. Um, Yeah, two more sound effects. Positive. What about the like? I liked Orson Welles saying gaming, but I feel I feel like I didn't get a, a bunch of great chances. We don't talk about gaming that much on the pod. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should. Yeah. But but you know, not right now. Hold your horses. You're right. What's another? We do need some more positive sound. I think two positive sound effects is a good way to round out our list. Maybe the like mission complete noise from. I think that that clip might just be the that's fucking badass as shit. Yeah. Isn't that Keithan? No, that was okay. So. I, I <laughs> it's it's the discord uh it was just like already in the library of this discord bot it's oh like a, a discord chat bot with I all the sound effects we used we to use made. when we recorded in uh when we recorded in voice chat right okay so we just I, we just got to go find that i guess um okay but what about uh what about someone saying truck yeah from the song truck yeah yeah i can isolate that <laughs> okay truck yeah Stan. <laughs> yeah yeah great hang on i'm gonna just do a i'm just i just use youtube like google by the way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Truckia Capella. Just gonna ruin my algorithm. Oh my god. Truck yeah vocal version is what that was up there. Okay, let's see what. And if you think this life I love is a little too country. Truck yeah. This sucks. I'm not sure what that was. I play country hits. 47 yeah. views. Well, call it 48. I'm going to give you a like too. <laughs> bring that bring that like count up. Yeah. I'm all about conveying positivity and sort of uh, radiating positivity online. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got truck yeah. And number 8. What's our what's our number, number 8? Eight? Uh I mean, you, we get Stone Cold Steve Austin saying, hell yeah, brother. But that kind of conveys the same kind of thing as truck. Yeah. Yeah. Austin Powers saying, yeah, baby. But that's still pretty close, isn't it? Yeah, I guess I was thinking of truck. Yeah, as aggressive and Austin Powers. Yeah, baby is kind of horny. Uh huh. <laughs> um, what about? I don't know. Well, what do we not have? Um, the two, the two that we can stand to lose that we were kind of like medium on are the whip, uh-huh. and the dying underwater sound from Sonic. Yeah. 
Do we have something that says that's a spicy meatball? I guess it's the whip, probably. Or the panther roar for when something's a spicy meatball. Okay, yeah, all right. So when something's a spicy meatball... I'm just gonna type it in. Just see, just see what happens. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's a spicy meatball sound effect. Oh, you could do the one from the mask. This is this is the mask. Yeah, we're, we're playing a, a small clip from the mask. He, he eats it. He throws some dynamite. Okay, I mean, I could go with the mask having a doing that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. The mask doing spicy meatball, good. I think the dying underwater sound from Sonic is kind of crucial because it's like 30 full seconds long. And it's for when we're feeling anxiety from something we're watching or listening to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I like that. So, number eight. <clears throat> what about something from uh, from the famous website of Homestar Runner? Ah. What about just a Homestar Runner going, oh, why? That's a good sound effect. Yeah, let's Homestar Runner, but with uh oh, gamer hour. Homestar <laughs> Runner, watch... but with uh, it's acronym time, baby. <laughs> TF2 voice lines and Half Life One sound effects. All right, all right, yeah. That's... And if you know what that stuff means, congratulations. You're a nerd. You're thirty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. No, it's a pretty good job. Oh, please. Yo, what's up? Ah! Ah! Okay, so this is this backwards, gonna... listener. Uh, yeah. We're watching a bit of Homestar Runner. In fact, it's the one. It's a strong bed email where he's invisible. Yeah, kicking Homestar in the shins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can sort of imagine the sort of agony Homestar is feeling when he gets kicked in the shins by an invisible strong bed. Let's find a. Let's let's try How to find. How is there the... not a Homestar Runner recap podcast by now? Hmm. Well. That Sorry. Would, I, I kind of I I think that sounds kind of fun. Um, Homestar Runner and Strong Bad do the sound effects for the Fourth of July. Seems a little seasonal. I hate that I love this. Yeah, this is aimed right at a very vulnerable part of my brain. <laughs> Sort yeah, that's soft, squishy part. Yeah, I think that counts as a psychological attack. Um, yeah. Let's see. Homestar Runner Windows 98 shutdown sounds. One, two, three, four, five. And down the line. And down the line. What? Copyright Homestar Runner, folks. Yeah, copyright Homestar Runner. Copyright Homestar Runner. We do not own this song. No, we don't. This is owned by Brothers Chats. 
five. It's starting over. We got it. It's a YouTube short. It's nice. Over. Okay. Um, little, little bit of this guy. So we're getting some Hamsar. Oh. So this yeah. is somebody. He got hit by the heavy lord. Yeah. Actually, if we could get a better quality leave a like on that. that, just I'm sorry, going. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea. I like strong sad saying. I, I don't think this is a very good idea. Yeah. Uh, okay. What if we got one of Coach C saying a one two a one two. Now, what situation would that be for? For when Carmen raps. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. We've already covered all of Carmen's raps. We don't have to. Yeah, we we already uh, we already covered the the body of work by the late Carmen Lechardello. Rest (laughs) in peace to, Mm -hmm. to a real hero. Died of the novel coronavirus for not wearing a mask. (laughs) <laughs> no he died of other stuff yeah something uh, like that <laughs> what you like that I'm pissed I'm pissed I'm pissed that that worked on me I just don't uh, know. Little, little no, I don't think we have no, situations. We, we don't like have that. situations. Yeah. <laughs> We're not being put in a lot of situations where the Roadrunners meep would be super useful. We're not running away from anybody. We're not tricking anybody. Yeah, we're we're not chasing any birds across the desert, Mm-mm. proverbially or literally. Yeah. No, mm. I am prover- proverbially. I'm chasing a thousand birds across the desert at any given time. Just gonna. Just looking up the Homestar Runner. Okay, so these are probably a little bit further away from what I was looking for. So uh-huh. we need we need number eight. We need number eight. Number what? What about just a rim shot? Just a boosh. Ooh, easy. Rimshot, you're you're staying in there. You're staying in. Okay, so any uh, any closing thoughts on the the top eight? Besides that, it looks fucking good. I think I have no notes. Yeah, I think it looks Num- good. Number one, the water found. Yeah, scary. Ma- scary. Cool it, yeah. Sanchez on number two. Got to yeah. have it. I, yeah. We're Sometimes constantly, I get too rowdy. Folks, I'm constantly having to remind this guy to cool it. Yeah. 
it's it's true. like a full it's like a full-time job it really is and you're an expert at it and i appreciate it every day <laughs> yes thank you um <clears throat> it's my inner hostage negotiator uh yeah the bigotry wolf gotta have it it's obligatory yeah we need it for this podcast <laughs> number four it's the cougar roar I have the panther roar, but we're going to do the cougar roar instead. Yeah, I think you're right. Just to show a little bit of that local flavor. Yeah. A little bit of that local flavor from around the from around where we podcast. Hometown boys, don't quit. Yeah, exactly. I sure don't. I sure don't. If I, uh, I'd, I'd be hitting the whip right now. If Yeah. So uh, the dying of the, your microphone. Mm-hmm. We have the mask doing that's a spicy meatball. You know, it would be funny if if we could just get a recording of of just someone saying just totally casually, that's a spicy meatball. That's a spicy meatball. That's a spicy meatball. Now that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> okay, can you just look up that's a spicy meatball British? We might be able to get it. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Famous commercial. It's like a minute. Mamma mia, that's a some species. You've got spicy meatballs, Jack. Sorry. <laughs> okay, that's... Too bad that is not a serviceable sound effect because that's that's lovely. All right, let's hear it. Let's just let's watch this whole thing. It's a minute long. Mamma mia, that's a some species. You've got spicy meatballs, Jack. Sorry. Take twenty-eight. Out, Tony, and action. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Cut. What was the matter with that? The accent. <laughs> Macy, Macy, Bossy, Bossy, take the <laughs> nine and action. Sometimes you eat more than you should. And when it's spicy besides, mama mia, do you need Alka-Seltzer? Uh, Alka-Seltzer can help unstuff you, relieve the acid indigestion, and help make you your old self again. Mama mia, that's a spicy meatball. Cut. Okay, let's break for lunch. <laughs> uh, well, you know, that's, that's how the ad goes. Yeah, it really do be like that. Um... Yeah, that's perhaps the classic. That's probably what's from the mask, you know. Um, you what mate origin origin video. Okay. It's just British. Oh on Facebook thinking you're bad, mate. I landed the last one of your birds up on bombing one by one. Fucking bear what most I'm gonna get my Oh yeah. Um yeah, I also I saw on YouTube. Oh, go on. I watch this every day in my eye contact practice. 
first but thinking you're bad, mate. I'll line every last one of your birds up and bum them one by one. Fucking bear what most I'm gonna get my aprilla out and do burnouts on your front lawn and then I'm gonna chuck mud bombs at your nan's windows, you silly bastards. Think I'm a fucking ding mush, eh? I'll grab your burning headlock and I'll shave a fucking bald. You speak you don't read my comments on Facebook. I'll take it out of that bonnet and carry on driving, you little dings. What's wrong on that face? <laughs> this is Man, unbelievable. I fucking love Brockhampton, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I saw on YouTube it was trying to recommend us the video of The Mask doing Cuban Pete from the movie The Mask. Hmm. The scene where he gives everybody Havana syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Oh, wait, there's a shorter version of him saying that's a spicy meatball. Wait, who's this lady now? That's a specie spicy meatball. Says here, after watching small town security, the town of Ringgold asked that Joan never utter the words a specie spicy meatball on the air again. Most people do love, love a species spicy meatball, you know, or as the Italians say, a species of spicy meatball. <laughs> meatball. <laughs> I've got a species. Is she singing? Is she trying to sing uh, the the little hook from Howl's Moving Castle? I have to say. I'm really relating to Joan here. I, I I'm really She's got a species spicy meatball. She's got a species spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It's um, We're getting rid of the mask. Sorry, the mask. We are getting... Uh... <laughs> we're getting Joan. We're get, we got Joan instead. We... We were we went to Joan. Can I just get the rest of this video, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do want to back it up because I, I do want to sort of hammer home that she was singing that Howl's Moving Castle hook. I've got a species spicy meatball. Species spicy meatball. Joan, you're giving me a headache, babe. She's got a species spicy meatball. She's got a species spicy meatball. <laughs> I'm not done. Species spicy meatball. Species spicy meatball. I'm getting an up and I'm getting a species spicy meatball. Species spicy meatball. A She's doing a little dance. Species spicy meatball. Not your species spicy God, is it hot in here? <laughs> Someone threw one rose at her. Holy fuck. All right. Yeah, that's Joan from the AMC show Small Town Security. You know, A Cab or whatever. A Cab, A Cab, A Cab. A Cab for sure. Not or whatever. Just completely, but you know. So thank you, Joan, for your for, for your contribution to art. <laughs> it's a species spicy meat. I'm obsessed with that. That's so funny. <laughs>
Yeah, that's uh, that's really good. Very powerful. Well, I feel I'm feeling really good about our about our selection now. Yeah, it's a new era for the praise down, I think. Yeah, it's the it's the March soundboard era. Mm-hmm. OK, so or th- th- it's spring. See if this is the spring soundboard. <laughs> yeah, I, I this feel is like our we, spring feel like we make seasonal. it seasonal. Yeah, let's 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 add some structure to this. <laughs> Something we're famously good with. Are you ready for Tune Talk stru- structure? Yeah, I'm ready for Tune Talk. Oh, before we move on from this, I've got. All right, <laughs> I I'm feeling good about my odds. <clears throat> Excellent. All your DJ training is really. I didn't do I didn't do perfectly, but you know what? I made my point. <laughs> oh. And that's where the whip crack sound effect would go. We would retire it. <clears throat> All right, buckle down. We're gonna get into some tune talk right now. So I, I wanted to bring up something uh i was gonna try to sort of spring something on you as a last minute uh swap Mm -hmm. out for the album that we were gonna do yeah sure uh but the thing that i wanted is too obscure it's not on spotify and it's not streaming anywhere it's called the rock and the rabbi are you familiar with this no okay this was a uh, musical production that used to tour around you know for like the whole 2000s until 2020 released in 1998 i'm seeing here uh <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was just like uh we listened to a t- we listened to it all the time in my family and at my church and it was just like uh, the story of jesus from peter's perspective basically mm-hmm. but you can't find any of the songs from it anywhere why does it sound now that you've described it it does sound familiar i do have some kind of like un some dislodged memory of the rock and the rabbi let me see if i can all right i found one i found one i'm sending you a link we don't have to fully derail but i did want to bring this up as something we can potentially talk about in the future we'll look at it If you are struggling to lose weight and secretly want to escape from the prison of fat, then you, you have know. to see this now. So, okay, Dr. I, Lamb, I, that was a video of someone sticking a, like a big onion or a leak into a in blow dryer mm-hmm. and then blowing it into their crotch. Yeah, let me, let me, let me just see that again. Won't let me scrub the ad. No, nope. won't let you scrub the ad. <laughs> it won't let me scrub the damn ad. <laughs> attacks the real biological root cause of the thick wobbly fat that's been haunting you since right. the 30s 
It involves no impossible workout. Anyway, no kind of a weird ad. Um, weird ad. The men were overwhelmed. That one catch. Get a load of this guy's uh, sort of style. Yes. Yeah. He, he looks like he uh, he looks like he'll help you craft an enchanted weapon in a JRPG in his shop. He yeah. He, my man looks like uh, he looks like Christian Ron White. <laughs> black shirt black suit jacket no tie wow this guy is extremely this guy extremely saw ron white and and made that his thing well yeah but he talks like christian garrison keeler he talks a little bit like garrison keeler okay well let's get home companion let's get into this further net than we normally caught in a week I was overwhelmed too, but while the rest of the men were busy laughing and slapping each other on the back and trying to hold on to every single fish, boasting about how no one would ever believe this, I happened to turn and look at the rabbi. He was still sitting there in the bow of my boat, arms crossed, a big smile on his face. And I knew then and there, I was in the presence of a holy man. I said, Lord, get away from me. (laughs) You don't know me, the the things I've done, the, the kind of life I've led. I couldn't bear to look at him. Someone so close to God that he could do the impossible. What, what I had just seen with my own eyes. I put my head down and my hands over my head. And the next thing I remember was his hand on my arm. I looked up. He was still smiling. And he said, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Here's the band. Yeah, here's the band. And they're bringing the fucking heat. Uh Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, these guys fucking rock. Yeah, I am a fisherman, that's all I've ever known. I cast my nets by night, this water is my home. I am a fisherman, that's all I've never been. Kind of. It looks like a tactical fleece blazer. It really, really does. I will make you fishers of another kind. Follow me to a place where This is from like a period of fishing for the souls of men. Everybody's suits were so Yeah. This is right at Everybody the Everybody just wanted to look like a big rectangle. Of the big suit era, yeah. Egregious unworthy. I am a sinful man. What I will say about this. Me, I do not I know I cannot be the same. Damn, yeah. You changed my life, you changed my world, you changed my name. He knows he can get away with a lot. He 
Acoustic guitarist in this band looks like he's just doing the, just has a very Protestant work ethic face on. Yeah, he's miserable, but he knows he has to play the acoustic guitar because God. If wants you struggle to. to lose weight, yeah, he's like the cool guitar guy in Mad Max, if you think about it in a little bit of a way. Yeah, yeah, he is. So sorry to derail us. What are we getting into today? Yeah, no problem. Have a little little appetizer before the main course. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing we talked about, Alex, was we really, we didn't want to, like, cover an album. Yeah. We and don't We didn't want to watch Pure Flicks. Yeah. We, uh, we did want to do a show. And, you know, right. as they say in the business, the show must go on SoundCloud every week. Right. That's the full saying, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so here we are. But... But we're kind of saying for the first time ever. Yeah. Crap the rules. Yeah. And this is a sort of a big break from our uh, our standard procedure here to say crap the rules. Normally we're like respect the rules, but today we're saying crap them. We're saying crap the rules. Yeah. And admittedly, uh, I, I think I'm saying that a little more than Alex sometimes. However, <laughs> don't hold that against him. Sure. Sure. So what we're going to do today, we're going to give you your little album review. Uh-huh. But we're really going to spend more time talking about our RPG world. Yeah, we're, we're talking building. about a RPG setting. We've been talking about it for a long time, and I'm, I've been obsessed with it for a full week. So what we're going to do... And we, we don't want to, you know, burn a, a, you know, burn an album that would otherwise deserve... A little more coverage right so we're gonna review diverse city again we're gonna talk about we're gonna listen to diverse city again while we do this we're gonna take you higher freak show baby uh it's gonna go great oh man oh i'm sorry the album is welcome to diverse city it, yeah by the sorry way. welcome to diverse <laughs> as you can see already this, this is one of those things that kind of makes me 
makes me say, I don't care. It's called Diver City. Yeah. So without further ado, here's here's Hey Now. Here's Hey Now by Toby Mac. Alex, Tobias McKean. If you could if you could give our RPG world like an elevator pitch. How how would you handle that if you were like in an elevator with Gary Gygax, for instance? Gary, I have an idea for a setting, and it's basically what if human beings were one to two inches tall and had always been that way. No borrowers shit. We're not getting into like a big person's house and like swinging from a couch or whatever. I'm talking technology never developed. I'm talking we can't mine for metals because they're too deep underground. So we have to rely on getting on birds. Mm -hmm. We have to use a lot of bug chemistry, that kind of thing. Yeah, the thing I remember setting out was we, we, we based the size of the people on what animals we wished we could ride. Yeah. And if you don't want to ride a bird, you're freaking more more cuckoo than a clock, my man. Yeah. And a cuckoo is an example of one of the birds that you would be able to ride in RRPG because they yeah, are big you, enough. Yeah, you could, you could do that. I agree. Mm-hmm. You could also... I, I would say any regular bird. Yeah. Look out the window. What's out there? Probably, probably rideable by these people. You could probably get two of our guys on a crow and four of our guys on a raven. Ooh, the desert would have roadrunner guys. The desert would have roadrunner guys. The desert would have roadrunner riders. I'm yeah, that in the notion right now. Yeah. So we've been keeping track of this in Notion. We're kind of building a world wiki. Mm-hmm. And Alex has been writing like a, like an absolute freak. <laughs> I have been going so totally nuts. Yeah, you've you've been having sort of a uh, you've been in sort of a writer's feud state. Yeah, putting all this together. You know, don't call it a breakdown. Is what I'll say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's you kind of had that thing where Goodwill Hunting like knows the equation or whatever, and he puts it all up on the chalkboard. You've seen the film. Yeah. Uh, except with like a an RPG world wiki. Yeah, it's sort of a perfect synthesis of all of my interests. Uh, uh, you know, and what being, are those, Alex? Well, my interests are uh, animal facts primarily, and then my other interests are politics and uh, the way people interact with religion. And I, part of myself, I thought was long dead tabletop RPGs. Hold up, is this kind of sick? This isn't not sick. Man, I, ju- I just want the beat. A little bit of Nile Rodgers guitar on the back there. A little... Yeah. All right, so that, we talked enough about this. Catch a fire, parentheses, whoopsie daisy. Toby makes such a cornball. Fuck. And it needs to be it needs to be made extremely clear that I know all the words to this whole album. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm you, not gonna You do can't you, you can't make a song called Whoopsie Daisy as sounds like this. <laughs> Fucking yeah, man. This it's Whoopsie Daisy. Tragic. So anyway. What's medicine like in this world? Uh, I think it's... Oh, that's a good question. I I mean, it's mostly herbal, I would guess, right? 
like mm-hmm. a lot of herbal and fungal, right? Herbal and fungal, and a lot of like uh, probably extracts, now, from healing extracts from different bugs. Mm-hmm. Song update. How how does this fare for like a soundboard? The whoopsie daisy. <laughs> I think that kind of replaces the spring, right? Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> okay, so what um what do we want to lose here? Um, Water phone. Probably probably non-negotiable. Water phone is non-negotiable. I mean, the problem is we've done so- I maybe rim shot? Yeah, I feel I think I feel the least intensely about rim shots so yeah. um toby Mac. spicy meatball is non-negotiable <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely uh <laughs> absolutely has to stay there i'm not done spicy spicy meatball. <laughs> spicy, spicy meatball. i'm getting no. up and i'm getting <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So uh, we got we got Toby Mac Whoopsie Daisy. Toby Mac Whoopsie Daisy. So I think the medicine in our world is gonna work. I mean, they're probably less squeamish about like I imagine everybody's like kind of filthier. Everybody's dirtier. They're probably less squeamish about stuff like stem cells. Honestly, yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize it before, but we are kind of making like a filth punk world a little bit. Yeah, I was thinking uh, about this because like you can't really have like metal or plastic, so everything's made out of like bones and leather. It's very goth and like blood and, and animals and bones and stuff. Uh, very like low fantasy using body parts yeah situation yeah i think so are people are people nomadic or stationary do you think i think it depends i think uh i've well i'll tell you about a couple of locations i've come up with uh there's uh the town of berry bush which is exactly what it sounds it's like a big blackberry bush mm-hmm. um the thorns on the blackberries provide some protection from large scavengers, while the berries themselves provide juice for consumption and fermentation. Uh, mm-hmm. The town's got a real close relationship to the local hive because uh, the bees are responsible for pollinating the flowers. Now, Alex, berries. what? You're going to have to break that one down a little bit, I believe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so put that aside for a second. You're going to have to you're going to have to go a little bit more macro. Here's the slam by Toby Mac. Um, Gods in the spot, you can like it or not. So rip the knob off the volume when you give it a shot. Sorry, continue. <laughs> well, all right. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was saying, what the fuck was I saying? That was pretty, that was you pretty made, good. Uh, <laughs> you made me stop talking about the town of Barry Bush. Because I brought up the bees. Well, okay. Let's suffice it to say people are friends with bees. Yeah. We'll come back to it. Berry bush, Alex. Berry bush. Uh, no, that's it. Really, the town has a real close relationship to the local hive. Uh, we had the idea for, and this could potentially be something that happens in berry bush, uh, having a relationship with like a local rattlesnake or something. 
uh, feeding a rattlesnake rats so that it doesn't eat your town. Like a rattlesnake moves in under your bush. You have to feed it rats so that it doesn't eat your guys. But then also the rattle helps protect you from like the mooses and stuff. Hmm. Works like a big patron. I think it's... No, that is mooses, isn't it? Maybe it's just moose. Sure ain't meese. It's not meese, because that's use. like a joke. Uh-huh. Uh, so, contrast the town of Berrybush with another idea I have, which is the Oxpecker Caravan. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so, your favorite band. Go on. Yeah, it is. Do you know about the Oxpecker bird? No. This is a bird that lives on the back of like water buffaloes and water buffaloes and stuff. Water buffaloes. Water buffaloes. Sure, sure dude. Water yeah. buffaloes. Water buffaloes. <laughs> Water buffaloes. Uh, this song fucking is unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> they live on the back of buffaloes, these birds, and they. The buffaloes don't like shoo them off because they eat uh, parasites and stuff and they keep flies away and they keep ticks off and mites and stuff and potentially fatal bugs. But in addition to eating the bugs that suck these oxes' blood, the birds also take a little sip. They'll also get some for themselves. Yeah. The birds have got to take a little sip in it. The bird, they got to get their beak wet too, you know? Yeah, uh, with the, blood. Get the beak, beak a little wet. All right, so next is uh, poetically correct. I'm going to get a little fart noise. For, for <laughs> poetically correct. Uh, but we're going to play it anyway. Fresh, fresh air. air. Ah. I ventured through my door to see it. <laughs> How did that start? Fresh air. Fresh air. Ah. What I needed. I ventured through my door, proceeded. <laughs> the streets of this place. I had to lower my shades to shield my face. Still squinting from the glare. What I saw was unfortunately rare. I rolled up on a variety. The sight moved my heart deep inside of me. I heard some cats rocking mics. Poetically correct, folks. BMX bikes. Saw Alex. mad stunts on BMX bikes is such a funny lyric. Uh, yeah, very, very encased in amber for the... Uh, for the for the era of uh, 2004. Now we went. We've been to a lot of poetry open mics, you and me. Yes. Um, can you imagine somebody doing something like this at one of those mics? Can you imagine the degree to which that person would be made fun of? Now, if they had the whole, if they had the whole band or whatever, you know, if if, cool. if if they had like what was that like a like a trumpet player outside? <laughs> something. People are really. I heard some producers are kind of kind of silly with that trumpet sometimes. Up next is atmosphere. Yeah. This one fucking sucks. So. <laughs> song named after a better group. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so the Oxpecker Caravan would work exactly the same way. They would live because these guys are one to two inches tall. You can get like fifty of the bastards on the back of a bison, hanging from the wool, things like that. Mm -hmm. Hanging uh, from the wall. Yeah. 
So they're eating parasites, they're sucking blood, they're going out there hunting down a prairie dog every couple of days. Now, every couple of days seems high. Yeah, you're right, you're right. How many people do you think congregate together to form a group naturally in this world? I mean, I guess there are towns. Yeah. Um, but what if it's... Are these oxpecker... Is the oxpecker caravan... I mean, by nature of the name, they're like, they're nomads, right? Yeah. So how many, how many people do you think are in a group? I was imagining that it would be like a, a bunch of loosely connected villages that would take up like some of a herd. Probably not a whole herd, just because it's hard to get enough food to support that many people. Do they have domestication? They're not domesticating these ox for sh the like, they're not domesticating the buffalo for sure. I bet we've got domestication for animals smaller than us, or like only a little bit bigger. Yeah, I feel like I feel like there are animals that would still possibly be able to be like we'd be capable of domesticating just by feeding them. Yeah, I agree. But, I, but I'm not a scientist. <laughs> um, but we are kind of doing like a sort of tongue-in-cheek hyper-realism. It's so funny to do the hyper-realism. I don't know why it's so funny to me. Yeah, well, I mean, we kind of grew up in like a... We kind of grew up in a time where comedy was like, um, Captain Crunch, why would a pirate like cereal? Like that That's type true. of stuff. That's true. Yeah, we we love taking the air out of a room, ass yeah. comedy. You know? Yeah. Um, never got that question answered, by the way. Why would a pirate have cereal? Where would he get milk? Oh, um, um, I hello. I drink the kind of milk that would be on a pirate ship. That shit's bad day two. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you put salt in it. What? <laughs> Gross. Hey, hey, me hearty. You barely touched your salt milk. Everything okay? <gasps> oh, I wrote down the prairie dog hunting process. Okay, well, um, I'm going to flip it over to Gone. Any thoughts on atmosphere? No. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like old DC talk. Yeah. Little. All right. Next is Gone. This one was on the radio all the time. Oh, yeah. I, re I remember this one quite a bit. Yeah. Probably said that last time, too. Yeah. How? What is the prairie dog hunting process? So here's what I've got written down. Oxpecker hunters hunt prairie dogs for their meat, bones, and leather. Prairie dog hunting process looks like this. The chemists use the nitrogen from bison dung to make explosives, which hunters use to block off entrances to the prairie dog's towns and force them above ground. Nice, that's what I would do. Yeah, from there it's possible to lure one away during the scramble to rebuild. Okay, now say that last part again. So once they've blocked off all the entrances, uh -huh. they can uh, lure one away during the process, during the like rebuilding process. While they're all scrambling around, they can usually like lure one away with treats or traps. Ah. Find the dumbest one and just sort of kidnap it. Sure, sure. I could probably be lured away with treats and traps. Oh my god, it happens to me every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's what they call going to work. <laughs> yeah, they have... What, they, they still have like your orange soda in the fridge? They, so... 
they don't have they ran out of uh, ginger ale and have not restocked it so I'll be writing a strongly worded letter to whoever uh, yeah you gotta, you gotta you gotta get that cleared up but also I do need to chill it on the orange soda I've been drinking just like one soda every morning and it's like the reverse of what most people in their 30s do which is start drinking one soda every morning uh, <laughs> and I yeah, did get yeah one of your new year's resolutions you wanted to start having pop yeah you wanted to start smoking pop you know yeah yeah, no, and now I am already starting to grow out. I need to cut down because some of my shirts aren't fitting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to hear that. That's all right. That's, uh, stuff will do that to you. It's all bubbles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You float away. You float away. It's fizzy lifting drink. Yeah. So I think the ox peckers are going to be, like, real, like, uh, nomadic war guys. Sort of probably like uh, like Huns. They'll probably use a lot of like bows and arrows and like ranged stuff. Can I stop you for a moment to discuss Toby Mac? Please. So does this does this come from this came from 2004? So this was kind of the time when a lot of Christian bands were trying to like get their songs in like. One Tree Hill and shows like that. This, oh, this is a credit song for sure. Yeah, Lifehouse. Was it Lifehouse that broke that open? Oh, I, maybe. It might have been. Um, Christ, never mind. Can't remember the name now. But Not this, Hawk this absolutely feels like Toby Mac's uh, bid for that spot. The best uses of Toby Mac songs in movies or TV. Here we go. All right. Now we're talking. WWE Elimination Chamber 2011 used the song Ignition by Toby Mac. Nice. The movie The Game Plan used Feelin' So Fly by Toby Mac. I believe I'm seeing maybe Rob Schneider as well. Rob Schneider used Toby Mac. Fuck. Tokyo Drift What? had... Yeah, Ooh Ah by Toby Mac was in it. No, Toby Mac had a song in Tokyo Drift, and he doesn't even no, talk wait, about no. that. And like, that's not. Wait, that's not Toby Mac. I'm pretty. I'm almost positive. <laughs> Tobio Drift. <laughs> so wait, that's not true now. I think this is this song was maybe written by some kind of uh, algorithm. Okay, but this, the film Never Back Down did feature the song The Slam. I'm seeing this song was never in a TV show. Interesting. You know what song was in a TV show? Getting a species plus a meatball. Species yeah. Meatball. Uh, a species plus a meatball. Not just species plus a meatball. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Hey. That song's in a TV show. You want to hear small town security? So, <laughs> two thousand four, okay, mm-hmm. critically acclaimed, featured the song "Diverse City." What was the TV show? I feel I, I feel like I only have an extremely wrong answer. Was it the OC? No, it was Veronica Mars. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I had wait, what season? What do you season what all do you one? Have 
What? Uh, what I have in front of me is it says season one of Veronica Mars, episode four, first song played at the college party when Veronica and Wallace arrive. So, so you mean to tell me, okay, well, I'm going to tell, I'm going to remind the audience that TV isn't real Yeah. because if you go to a college party in California, you're probably not going to you're not going to be hearing fucking Toby Mac. You might you might not hear the song Diverse City by Toby Mac. Unless you're like pretty far north in California or pretty far east in California, you're not going to hear that kind of shit. <laughs> <sighs> so up next we have True Dog the Return. Um rest in peace True Dog. Rest in peace True Dog, we have to say it. Yeah. Uh, ah, bringing it. All right, so the baby rapper himself. <laughs> so we spent a long time trying to make classes for this, right? Because we weren't sure what kind of system we were going to use. Right. Yeah. Um, we batted around D twenty for one day. Uh, but now we're now we're kind of looking at GURPS. Looking at GURPS. Folks, if you're not familiar, if you're listening to this podcast, honestly, there's a good chance you're familiar with GURPS, weirdly. But if you're not familiar with GURPS, it is uh, GURPS stands for the Generic Universal Role-Playing System. Yeah, hey, if you're listening to the Praise Down and you're, you're a big GURP head, tweet at us and say, I'm, I'm a GURP head. Right off the top of my head, I bet Dan Wade knows about GURPS. Uh, Let us know if you're a GURP head out there. Yeah. Our DMs are open. Praise down kind of alum Nick Bromley also knows about GURPS. He's the guy who first told me about it. Mm. Ten years ago. Tim uh, Wiley's Nick Bromley. Tim Wiley's famous Nick Bromley. So, so I, I uh, from GURPS, I pulled the size modifier table. Mm-hmm. So GURPS has a mechanic called the size modifier that affects all kinds of stuff. A normal human has a size modifier of zero. An elephant has a size modifier of plus three. Our guys have a size modifier of minus ten. Great. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. That makes sense. The math checks out on that because humans are one-third elephant. Yeah, just about, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Not one third ele- like one third of an elephant. In yeah, it, like I am. Yeah, our height is about a third of an elephant's length. A happy meal. A happy meal. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. They're plugging McDonald's on True Dog: The Return. Plugging McDonald's on True Dog: The Return. Up next. Yeah! A party sweeping college college towns across the nation. Yeah. So I hear. This is so fucked up. Diverse city. A white guy doing a George Clinton thing is... I can't think of anything more offensive. <laughs> Christianity's white George Clinton, Toby Mac. Oh... We keep trying to give this to. We keep trying to give somebody the George Clinton of Christianity Award, you know. You know, and they're never gonna get it. You can't. And there's, yeah, you know, <laughs> we'll let you know when someone's like, uh, 
someone's, someone's earned it, you know. Yeah. You know, you might have a double word, but are you Christianity's George Clinton? Yeah. You know, in, uh, for goth music, it's the Raven Awards. <laughs> the Raven that of the devil, the Christians get devil words and cross ribbon one. So he, yeah, what yeah. kind of character would you want to make in this world? Well, I gotta turn this down a bit. I do have to, I do have to kind of take you to task about the bees real quick. Please. What's going on there? We didn't really talk about it. Oh shit. Okay. Well. <laughs> All right. It's a whole thing with the bees. Uh, so, bees are a big deal in our, uh, society, because they're sort of the only other, they're like, in our world, everything is more powerful than us, and we cannot communicate with Uh, but the bees, at least, we sort of can communicate, because a hive has roughly as many neurons as a brain, is what we've decided. Uh, so you can kind of... Yeah, so a, a hive can communicate with a group of people in that way, or at least at the same level. But not, I mean, they don't speak the same language, right? Nope. Nope. These mostly talk via pheromones and via the waggle dance. The power of dance. Yeah. They love the waggle dance. Um, so what we've done is we've made waggle a uh, sort of the lingua franca of our world. Is like any two groups that don't speak the same language can at least communicate and waggle a little bit. Because that's the language everybody needs to be able to get honey, which everybody uses. In Universal world. language. Yeah. yeah. Is honey uh, what everybody eats in this world? I think. You think people, people are just like uh, eating lots of honey? I think people are eating a lot of honey um, because it has a lot of other properties, you know, antiseptic properties, things like that. Um. It's true. Uh, for a while, and then stuff starts eating sugar. But the... yeah, we would still have things like coffee and tea. Mm, it, they would be a lot more regional. Yeah, what command over fire do we have? Limited. I mean, we can build them, but I, mean, I feel we have like good command over fire. I would imagine. Yeah, I feel like we would still have some kind of version of a match. Yeah. Because we're getting... I mean, it's pretty easy for us to get... Like, sulfur and stuff, and, like, chemicals from stink bugs that are probably flammable, and... I have another important question, speaking yes. of technology. Is this over a varying time period? Like, if, if we wanted to run this world in, you know, the year negative 2000, the technology would be different than the year 2000. I think that's totally valid. Yeah, I think you can do whatever you want in terms of that. So, like, did we ever have an industrial revolution? I think without metal, it's hard. I think that we can kind of play with this by... Oh, by the way, this is stories down to the bottom by Toby Mac. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Um... I think the way that we can do this is say that we had like a, an industrial revolution in like the year 5000 or something. Yeah. Yeah, it just took forever. 
yeah, because we had to compensate for our size for a lot longer. Right. Are we better at anything? That we're better at chemistry for sure. We're better at chemistry and probably like any any like natural science I would imagine we're better at. So anything to do with genetics we're probably better at. Because we can make glass, we can build a petri dish, we can put a, st- a thing in there. Um, we can make microscopes. We're worse at um, being big. We're worse at being big. We have no electronics. Um, we're way worse at like animal domestication. We are, yeah, a lot worse at at least large animal domestication. We probably figured it out with bugs and beetles and stuff because that's more like programming than anything. Um, now, Alex, yeah, I'm having a I'm having a fun little Let's scenario play out in my head. A mecha story where you just fight like boars and stuff. Okay, yeah. I uh so it's I wanna like Pacific Rim except you're fighting I don't know, like a cougar. So I uh, I wanna pull up a page from the uh the GURPS zone real quick okay. of one yeah, of the sure. abilities that I got. This is growth. And what I wrote here is Okay, this would break immersion so bad, but according to the rules for this and the size chart, a person would have to spend 100 points to be able to grow to six feet tall and could probably afford no other skills. (laughs) I love that. I know. A guy with... (laughs) A person with no skills that's just the normal size of a human being just like big enough to fight all the big guys yeah the this is so the way GURPS works is you get a hundred points to make an average like adventuring level guy right Mm -hmm. um and you can spend those points on stats and abilities and skills like everything comes out of those points Mm -hmm. so growth is 10 points per level which means our minus 10 guys would have to spend all 100 points to become six feet tall (laughs) so we can tell basically the same story as the movie big man japan do you know about this movie (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i've maybe heard of big man japan big man japan is uh nominally a kaiju movie uh but it's really like a mockumentary style movie about this guy whose job is to defend his city from kaiju but he doesn't really have any powers he just gets big (laughs) (laughs) that's great uh i think that this could be like a type of person who like uh is just like a growth mage yeah i mean i think that (sighs) getaway car by toby mac getaway car i need to get away car i gotta get out of here fast and far this is what the chorus is just in case we talk over it Mm -hmm. uh yeah, I mean, we could absolutely put this in there, but then that opens the floodgates for like, well, what other fucking magic? How how low fantasy do we want to go with this? I think it's got to be, a, I think it has to be like a chosen one story. I think it has to be as exclusive as possible if someone yep. is going to be six foot, six foot twelve. Yeah, absolutely. no other uh, discernible qualities. <laughs> so funny. They just... <laughs> And we can do whatever we want. We can use, just like... somebody who's spent their whole life meditating, just thinking about getting bigger, and they've manifested it. <laughs> yeah. 
They observe how the larger animals move. They eat a bunch of pituitary glands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it's cool. It's definitely gross. But, yeah, I, I think it's, it's so it's, funny. But, you know, we've, we're kind of doing a little bit of a gross punk game. A little bit. It is gross punk. And that brings me to the next magic thing. Fungal hacker. Guy who uses fungus to hack plants. Now, now, how are you 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 using the word hack there? Like uh, he's uh, a guy spurts a little tendril of fungus out of his finger, some mycelium mm. into like a tree, and he okay. makes the tree bend its branches and leaves to make a bridge for him across the like area. Okay, that is cool. It's cool. <laughs> this is something that would take blood, though because the fungus yeah. has to eat something. Oh, shit. I forgot about that mechanic. One bar. It's your, One bar it's is your this HP. Is a big deal, folks. It's your mana. It's all yeah. of it. If you're going to use my magic, it's going to take some of your HP because we don't have magic. We just have, like, funguses and bugs and things that demand blood. This also means that as a healer, you can't really use healing magic on yourself. You can only yeah. be healed by other people. Yeah. And we'll have potions and poultices and a lot of herbal remedies, probably to a way bigger degree than other stuff does. Yeah, we'll it's, probably use that as a mechanical. Model. Yeah, real potion-heavy game, a system that we have not quite worked out. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, like, and you can. This is something you can get into if you want. Is the science of how all the potions are made, but. Uh, pretty much during my games, I'm just going to have there be an alchemist who knows where to find a special beetle that can do this. Oh, oh I've invented a new we beetle! We need to watch Dr. Stone. We do need to watch Dr. Stone! Because we pick up a lot of these little things if we watched more Dr. Stone. That's true. Yeah. And listeners, get at us if there's any resources you think we need. I'm already starting to watch nature documentaries. I'd almost canceled my Discovery Plus membership that I haven't used in eight months. But lo and behold, I found out another fucking reason to use it. So now that's six months out of six uh, dollars a month out of my pocket. Burn for you by Toby Mac. Worth it. <laughs> uh, yeah. One question for the listeners, if anybody knows, what is the um, what is the most devastating biological weapon a human two inches tall could make, or a group of people two inches tall could make? Yeah, could they still make like napalm? Maybe, like maybe it feels like napalm feels like a petroleum thing. Mm-hmm. We could definitely do like nitrogen-based explosives. We could definitely mm -hmm. do anything with like sulfur and saltpeter. We could probably figure out gunpowder. Mm -hmm. Saltpeter to salt Paul, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm salting Peter to salt Paul. But yeah, le let us know any tech ideas you might have. Because mm -hmm. I got real far into like the spiritual implications of the relationship between humans and bees. Yep. And let's hear some more about that while we listen to Fresher Than a Night at the oh, W. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, so, the way that bees communicate with humans is uh, via their, like, emissaries, these people called dancers. Um, and a person is, so a dancer can communicate not only fluently in waggle, 
but also via pheromones and they can sort of act as a conduit for the hive the a person can speak to the hive pretty much through the dancer the dancer acts as like a they can sort of channel the hives sure and you know you might be drawing like comparison to the Bene Gesserit from Dune yeah. but are, are, are the dancers uh, we talked about we originally were talking about dancers a quote unquote class yeah uh, but I know that we're kind of looking at other options now so yeah. I kind of assume that the dancers are more of like an organization yeah are they also kind of the CIA like the Bene Gesserit are <laughs> um What? Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. uh, I said CIA and Toby <laughs> Max said Illuminati coming through. Yeah, I'm feeling good. a little bit, uh, water being listened to. The water phone noise would go right there. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I think because the, the big difference is you can have a uh, relationship with ants as well, which we straight up don't have time to get into. Uh, <laughs> but the difference between having a relationship with difference between bees and ants is that ants are all at war with each other so there's not really a unified worldwide ant society mm -hmm. but bees especially since they can fly and they can like travel longer distances and talk to each other and have sort of a network of hives across the country mm -hmm. uh it's a much more global thing with its own aims and so as a dancer, if you were to play as a dancer, part of being granted those powers would be having to advance the aims of the worldwide bee conspiracy. Not conspiracy, but you know, the bees. Yeah. Not just your own patron hive. The bee conspiracy. Right. The way a dancer is chosen. Yep. Speak on it. Is, uh... So one human is chosen every spring, right? And the selection process mm -hmm. looks like this. Someone gets pregnant and finds out way earlier than usual, usually the morning after conception. Uh, a worker, the way they find out is that a worker flanked by huge, two huge drones flies into their home and after explaining in waggle what's about to happen, deposits some royal jelly directly into the surprised new parent's mouth. Delicious. Uh, How does it taste? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. They, it, I will say, the royal jelly that they make for humans tastes a little better than the stuff, or like tastes better to humans than the stuff they're eating themselves. They add some honey to it. They know that we can't handle the regular stuff. Oh, nice. They've yeah. kind of like, they've kind of heard some feedback. So maybe the first answer is like, y'all got to make this stuff a little bit better tasting for people. There have been a couple, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about another uh, addition that was made to this process, actually. So, this also happens every morning for the next 16 months. Good. <laughs> Yummy. Uh, the When first contact was made, they tried just feeding it directly to the baby after the baby was born. But they found out, because that's what they do with their own kids. You know, they're not feeding it, to, uh, but they found out so much of the human grub stage happens in the womb that they had to get the mother mm -hmm. that's a hard stage the human grub stage yeah it's tough you're in there wiggling yeah. around i'm still in that stage actually i'm the human grub as well yeah uh so toby max unnerving illuminati song yeah. forgot that was on there five minute long song phenomenon 
So royal jelly does a few things. It increases, it like, it's like good for cognition. It makes you smarter. It's like uh, alpha brain kind of. It's like alpha brain, yeah. It's it's like the spice kind of, but not quite. It makes you smarter. It makes you able to communicate with the bees via pheromones so you don't have to do all that waggling. Um, And the mothers of the, or the, you know, whatever birthing parent the the dancer has will also be touched by that forever. Like they won't have like all the powers, but they'll have some additional wisdom. And uh, they'll have the friends they made along the way. Yeah. And they'll have the protection of the hive forever. Nice. Yeah, pretty good. Dancers are trained at something called the Wax Academy, um, mm-hmm. which is a big sort of place built out of be- beeswax where they mm-hmm. do all their learning. That's what professors do, by the way. They wax academy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waxing academy over here. Rest in peace, drum hit noise. Yeah. Stop whenever. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the GURPS zone. I've got an, uh, an advantage called Gadgeteer that I really want to put in the game. Uh-huh. You know, inventing, making little gadgets and gizmos and things. Sorry, gizmos is actually a separate uh, feature. It's a separate advantage from Gadgeteer. Yeah, there's there's gizmos, gadgets, doohickeys. Uh-huh. Thingies, yeah, so you can obviously. Invent entirely new gadgets with Gadgeteer. But That's with cool. Gizmos, the bit is you always seem to have just the piece of gear you need. Once per session, per level of this advantage, you may pull out one small item or of equipment that you could have been carrying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah. This Gizmo kind of remains a, undefined until you reveal it. Yeah. Sort of a MacGyver. A situation, yeah. Well, not if you don't have Gadgeteer. If you've just oh got yeah, Gizmo, MacGyver's whole thing is that he doesn't have anything, and he finds the things. Yeah. Sure, okay. So be like, oh, and I had a gun with me the whole time, and you didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you have if you if you have Gadgeteer and you take Gizmo, then you have more latitude and you can invent something on the fly as well, MacGyver style. So there is that, that makes you MacGyver. He's a master of gizmos and gadgets. He's a master of both. Me. Yeah, is that's okay. how you get it. Saluting the guitar solo on the Toby Mac album. Yeah, it's kind of doing it a little bit. So we never got around to Heath, what kind of guy would you want to play in this? Hmm. We'll wrap up on this. I feel like I would like to be the guy with the springboard, the really slow guy with all the utility. Yeah. Our our bullfrog jump man. Yeah. So the for the listeners, the bullfrog jump man is a uh, is uh, he's like an oh. inventor gadget guy. He's got a bunch of poisons and slows. Yes, he. A thing I just realized about this world is that materials are a lot more sturdy compared to us. Yes. So we can, like, augment our limbs with, like... Yeah. uh, You know, 
stilts, but better, you know, yep. stuff that makes you jump like a flea or whatever. Cool yes. stuff like that. Yes. And we've already decided fall damage is nothing to us, pretty much. Oh, sketching the Toby Mac thing. Sketching the Toby Mac. Wow. And this is Officer Dale Martin over at the Sheriff's Department. Uh, we're getting some complaints. Dude, the, look, who's, look who's doing the voicemail thing first, as far yeah. as I know. I'm just kidding. Invented this bit, I think. Yeah, he invented the voicemail bit. Being pitched uh, some songs by a cop. That guy's truck broke down in hell, yeah. and Toby Mac is just erasing the voicemail. He doesn't care. Reporter for the Marion High School, but I got your number off the internet, and I was just wondering when we folks can expect the next DC talk. Erase next message. Wow. Never, Toby says. Atmosphere remix. No, that was the that that was the end of phenomenon. Oh, all right, gotta go. This has got to go by Tobias McKean. So, yeah, we could, Heath, you're right. We can do a lot more augmenting of our own bodies. Yeah, this is just a little bit of, uh, it's hard to be. It's hard to it's follow hard to be your a passions. Guy. It's hard to be, you know, famous and cool and and popular like Toby Mac. Oh, John Rubin. Wife guy. Yeah. She hung up on him. Uh, <laughs> I bet that happened in real life. Yeah, I hope it did. Oh, yeah, I hope it did too. Alex, what kind of guy would you be? I don't know. Be a guy in this. I put bioengineering in this. Yes. The ability to engineer living organisms with specific characteristics. I think we would probably have a way to do. Like we would probably have more DNA stuff since we. The kind yeah, of you think there could be like a tiny lizard man? I'm kind of thinking that we might be able to do some sort of beast man things. You know. Yeah. Oh. A little bit of that cursed chimera shit. Yeah. A little bit of that cursed chimera shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And that would be, we would have the, the grow man. He's meditating in a big pool of horrible DNA liquid, you know, some kind of science cub. Yeah, I love to meditate inside my horrible DNA liquid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I would, I mean, 
I would kind of want to be some kind of horrible beast man. Maybe someone with like lobster claw or big stinger. Ooh, be a claw guy. Yeah. Yeah. Stinger for an for a hand. Yeah, stinger for a hand is like pretty cool. I have this uh, one of the mandibles. Have you talk with mandibles? Oh, one of the ant atmosphere guys. remix DC talk. Toby Mac and Ted Tjornholm. I'm not going to get into the whole de- Ted Tjornholm. Ted with two D's, by the way. Ugh. Ted. His name is Ted. Hey, Ted. Terrible. My name is Ted. I do not respect Ted. Uh, the guy you seek is the bullet contract for McKnight. This is one of the contracts you can have with the ants. Uh, It's when you do it with a a bunch of bullet ants. Yeah, Stinger Lance. Stinger Lance, yeah, big syringe Lance that uh, injects bone deep pain. Like it won't- Yeah, I think a lot of our like martial power at this size is like based on like pain manipulation or whatever yeah venom's getting in there finding their nerves and gnawing on them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. getting yeah it's too bad that we wouldn't have any way to like explore the bottom of the sea because i'm imagining someone using like a being like a heavy gunner with a pistol shrimp claw (laughs) yeah i mean yeah it's cool you gotta be underwater for the pistol shrimp thing to work, though. Yeah, pretty deep. Yeah. We could have uh, tide pool guys. We talked about tide pool guys. We could have one with an urchin. Mm-hmm. Urchin lance kind of thing. What if these guys were like druids? Talk me through that. I kind of think the organisms in a tide pool are kind of wacky and scary, like sea urchins. Yeah. And druids probably worship the sea and think of these uh, little guys in the tide pool as like their diplomats and emissaries. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're like uh, they're like little demons. Yes. Crab. Dude, someone making use of like sea urchin spikes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. S- some pauldrons with some very long spikes. Mm-hmm. Crawdad, crawdad armor. I'm imagining as well. Ooh. Crawdad armor is good. Crawdad armor is like pretty, like kind of perfect size for our little guys because it's mm-hmm. lobster too small, lobster too big, shrimp Lo- too small. Lobster more like a tank. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting a lobster would be so fucking scary. Yeah, it would. Uh, do we have the ability to make rubber? I think so. I think we've got, uh, like, I will say that we're, we're about a minute away from being done with the song and we'll have to close discussion. Okay. So, um, so round this up in a minute. Uh, uh, you know, we're still working on it. We're getting a lot of stuff. Anybody knows about GURPS? Let me know. seems like a lot of math that I wasn't really ready for. Um, We'll, um, well, we could, like, pull out a news voice and, like, keep talking about this some other time, also. 
that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Our listeners out there who are into GURPS, please tell Alex about GURPS. Yeah. You can you can message the praise down or Alex. Yeah. Get in the Discord. Get in the Discord and tell us about GURPS. Tell us about GURPS. Um, we have an Where RPG with friends channel that we That's could true. use to discuss GURPS inside of. That's true. That's very true. So, get at me. And, you know, we are kind of uh, melting seamlessly into the the plugs portion mm-hmm. of this Join show. Join Discord. It's the only way to be friends with us. Or me, yeah. at least. And I'm going to tell you how to do that. You're going to go, uh, unlike some other people, you, mm-hmm. you go to Twitter.com, the website, or use the app. You know, not a lot of people will tell you this, but it's the same thing if you do that. It's true. Find us at the praise down. Mm-hmm. And like all of our tweets and retweet like all of them. our tweets and retweet them. Yeah, Fr- that's the kind tweets of, from the praise down. We'll, we'll call that a, we'll call that a, an optional objective. If you yeah. if you're an achievement hound and you want a 100 percent this mission, yeah, like and retweet all of our tweets. Yep, and then let us know and we'll give you the achievement. Yeah. After that, after you've done that. Look at our pinned tweet, the one up top. You probably liked and retweeted it first. Click in the link in there and I think the rest of the process is pretty simple. You just come up with a little name. Yeah. Come up with, you know, come up with a little internet name. Yep. I'll give you one. Um Steiny. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Steiny. Um, Peb. You could be Peb. You could be Peb. That. Yeah. You could be Mr. Peb with two Bs. Oh, it's gone into it. It's playing Toby Mac Radio. We have to stop it. Ah. <laughs> very clever. We're taking Tobias. in extra, extracurricular Toby Mac. Yeah, very... Uh, very crafty, very clever, Tobias. Yeah. I've got my eye on you. Um, anyway, you can join the Discord, come up with a cute little online name, uh, and join us in the conversation where yeah. we're we're playing Wordle. We are we're saying good morning to each other. Yeah, we're we're uh, talking about music in one yep. of those. Yep, um, film. We're gaming. We're gaming so we're, much. We're gaming. We've been playing Fortnite. We've been yeah. playing Fortnite in the Praise Down Discord. The game. Yeah. We're doing all the dances from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do the dances. Are you building? Are you building or shooting? I was not built. We are not good at building in, in the Praise Down Discord. We are shooters exclusively. Yeah. Exclusively, but folks, yeah. we need builders we need builders for our we, Fortnite teams yeah we're we're all all the shooters are taken yeah we need we need builders got three w's yesterday in Fortnite. pretty good wow welcome to the world yeah. wide web baby yeah thank you so much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well folks i'd like to say thank you to heath for being my co-host mm. and for what? editing the praise down oh wow i would i would also like to say thank you to you alex for 
for doing this with me every time we did it. Yeah. Every single time. None of us yeah. have ever called out sick unless it was together. Right. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> that's what, uh, that's what uh, we're, we're organized here. We're organized in that way. You I'd like to say, kind of say that. I'd like to say another thing I could kind of say is thank you to Jarvix for our theme song. Yes. Thank you to Jarvix for our theme song. Uh, and thank you to Wampus for the tune talk singer that I've got to put in. Yes. Uh, in post production. Uh, my reminder to do that. Hey, don't forget to put the tune talk singer post production. Thank you. And finally, finally, good trash media. Thank you, Good Trash Media. For being the best creative network a couple of guys could ever ask for. That's true. That's true. Thank you, guys. And I would like to thank you, the listener, for listening and for having listened. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And you're welcome for this episode. Yeah. Um, We're going to get out of here with our sign-off phrase. And that is... uh, Follow us on Twitter at the Praise Down and mm-hmm. on Instagram at the Praise Down, and uh-huh. find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Stitcher, <laughs> or Apple Music. And follow both of us on Twitter individually <laughs> at at 100 HP, 100 MP, and Sirius Sanchez. Yeah, respectively. Respectively, yeah, we listed our own. All right, all right. That's the phrase. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Later. Bye.